Hey there, just a quick note before we get into this week's episode, uh, we recorded this literally the day before uh, all of this news about Vince McMahon came out. Uh, you can actually hear us making a few jokes about um, how busy of a news week it's been, and there will probably be more uh, news coming up after we'd finished the episode, and uh, how right we were, right? Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. We're going to be talking a lot about what a horrible person Vince McMahon is next week. Uh, along with all the Royal Rumble. But in the meantime, here, enjoy this episode. The Tights and Fights podcast for over six years, a revolutionary force in sports and entertainment. If you smell what The Rock is making in management. <laughs> My daughter is the manager of NXT because I'm on the board. The hierarchy of power is about to change, but not in DC because I couldn't do it. So instead, I'm going back to WWE. <laughs> Welcome to Tights and Fights. <laughs> The show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and the hilarity that it deserves. I deserve nothing for what I just did. I am Monday Night Rad, Danielle Radford, and I am with my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, Lindsay Yeet Kelp. Yeet! Can I say it? I didn't get permission. Yeah, I do have the t shirt. Say it. If that counts. Just say TM. Just say TM. Yeet! So say it again. Yeet! There we go. TM on copyright. <laughs> Perfect. And hitting it old schoolian, Julian Burrell. I got that the first time. Yes. You tried. That was very good. That was downright Lublin-esque of you. <laughs> Sir, if you try to trip me up, I'm, look, I'm duking it out. I'm wearing my hoodie up today, <laughs> looking like I very quickly had to respond to something on TikTok because my wig yep. is in the wash. Let's do this. We're going to talk about this absolutely fucking bonkers <laughs> week for news, which I guess that's just how wrestling works now. Yeah. Everything is crazy in and outside of the ring. I've run out of ways that we can say, isn't it crazy right now? Like, isn't it crazy? Can you even believe like <laughs> right know. now it's so crazy? Like, stop it. Everyone is on a timeout. Everyone needs to sit their ass down for like one week. Give me <laughs> one week. And they're not gonna, Danielle, because they're gonna rumble. No. And they're gonna do other stuff. Just wait until Vince dies right after entrant number 30 in the Rumble. Oh, well. Oh, my God. I mean, I'll find time for that. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, he, I'm he, not a monster, look, Julian. We, I'll find time for that. You'll welcome that yeah. with open arms. <laughs> hey, he's already dead inside, we know, because he shaved off that little fucking weird worm mustache. So, starting, what is it, like October this fall, WWE is going to be on a different schedule. So, we already know that NXT is moving to the CW. God, what a fantastic acronym heavy name <laughs> that is. And now we know that when USA gets SD, it will move to Tuesdays. There's no way to SD do to an TD. acronym for a name. For like a, to TD, no, there TD. we go. USA, SD, TD, <laughs> TM, copyright. TD. <laughs> is this a Law and Order spinoff that I didn't know about? I mean, that was last year's WWE yeah. was Law and Order. Yeah, this right. year is all business, baby. Right. Um, and then next year, Raw is going to drum roll, please. But 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 
Netflix question mark mm-hmm. after a lot of speculation that it was going to be going to Amazon which was I kind of felt like that was going to be the move yeah. because of all the money Netflix was like we also have a big dick uh, and yet <laughs> not as much money as Amazon though right that's the weirdest thing to me it really made sense at Amazon to me because of their NFL experience they've had their one yeah. year of NFL it's been a massive success for them there is a demographic crossover that would have worked out beautifully right. uh they still need to get more eyes on prime it is still lagging compared to a lot of things a lot of platforms but true story Lindsay letting us behind the curtain holy yeah. moly Netflix Netflix is it even flicks anymore what are you net you're nets of all kinds things <laughs> I truly was ready to bail on Netflix in general like I, I we've, mean, all, yeah. we've all done it Julian we've all deleted it and then come back a month later because new episodes of Big Mouth came out I will come back when Cobra Kai <laughs> comes around but like until Oof, then I'm just like eh. I mean it's basically wrestling anyway I was a, bit, a little sad I was also thinking oh this will be easier than ever to like for everybody to watch live at the same time no more east coast west coast feed we'll all be able to watch wrestling at the same right. time. That's kind of nice. Yeah. And commercial Nick Khan, free. I commercial free. Well, kind of. <laughs> because, like, WWE is still not going to be, like, this is, like, for their U.S., and I'm not sure if Canada's lumped in, but for most of international folks, they will still be on the kind of TV that has commercials, and who knows, at some point, Netflix might be getting them bad boys, too, for, like, a, for a tier price. They have been threatening it. I just don't know when it happens. Actually, I read something today. It happens soon. They're getting rid of the mm-hmm. basic package that exists now the basic package that exists now very soon will be basic with ads then there will be a premium then there will be like an ultra premium where you can you know eighteen thousand people and janan can watch it at the same time um but the top tier package i believe is going to be 22.99 oh suck my dick which is ridiculous we all got to start a wrestling group chat with as many wrestling fans as we can where one person pays for it and everybody else chips in a dollar (laughs) and we can all watch it at the same time and on different households yeah no that's ridiculous and you know look i like basic i'm a basic bitch i like basic flicks so that bums me out but also if we if it does wind up being shorter commercials because they still have to do the regular commercial times for every other Mm -hmm. market it's just going to be back to when they would try to do the picture in picture but like there would be no good wrestling happening then because it would just be them still having to wrestle because like when you have a live crowd you can't just suddenly be like and like power off i i love a rest hold i don't know about you danielle but i love a rest hold where the drama is well yeah i mean you love bret hart (laughs) oh danielle why did you say that oh you're so why i can't resist knife out of my heart out i'm sorry do you guys know what else we're about to get is a whole lot of like mountain dew uh, presents this match yeah. because we don't yeah. have to have commercials yeah. so we're going to put commercials in the wrestling yeah. if we can't stop the oh, show they're still going to get the money ruffles, yeah. more ruffles for Lindsay ruffles, like a cinnamon toast crunch ring please I'm so curious I think it includes the UK as well right which is very interesting because WWE has been hidden away behind a stressful paywall for a long time now in the UK. It was on Sky, which was like our cable and now it's on mm. it's not called BT Sports anymore I want to say it's called TNA or so some ridiculous but it's something similar to a thing that already exists but it used to be BT Sports which was another paywall which is why WWE's popularity 
has waned, I want to say, compared to AEW, which is very easy to watch in the UK. But Netflix mm-hmm. is pretty massive in the UK still. I'm confirmed it will be in the UK as right? well. Yeah, so this up. is going to be yeah. massive for the UK market, especially in markets with kids, because so many people that have Netflix have it because of their kid content. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of parents yep. have Netflix. It's going to be really interesting to see that balance of power change if it doesn't change already by then for other reasons but what am i doing speculating wildly about what might happen to other companies if you guys want to know why that merger happened that merger gives them opportunities to do stuff like this to like get in to like the netflix circles and like start really throwing their weight around i know it sucks that we lost the wwe network for like nerds like us who love wrestling and want it all in one place (sighs) but wwe understood you know what the money isn't in making our own streaming service it's in charging the people who are were silly enough to make one for themselves and are in this bidding war with each other to pay us to put it on their service now totally to the tune of five billion dollars and speaking of some (laughs) speaking of uh, uh things that might be changing and shifting around Dwayne The Rock Johnson done licked all his Black Adam wounds. <laughs> he is still in his mogul era. As part of this deal, which I think is hilarious, he got the fucking Tina Turner treatment from what's <laughs> got to do with it. He's like, look, I'm keeping the name, all right? Uh, I worked too damn hard for The Rock. So now The Rock gets to own The Rock. Um, so I don't know if we're just going to lose the quotation is, marks yeah. or if he gets this to be The Rock on posters again. This is still 75 cents on the dollar though, right? Because he right. got the name and the money and the seat on the board. So... Yes. Yeah. He got the big important <laughs> desk to go with it it is wild i love seeing puzzle pieces slot into place suddenly it's like oh so this is why he pieced out on the xfl quite so easily i mean he's still gonna be a face of the of the new version he's still gonna be a face of it yeah how much does this rub yet more salt into vince's very open syphilitic sores to know that not only did Dwayne (laughs) buy his precious xfl out from under him but then he sold it on kept his face around it and then took a seat on his board mm-hmm. oh i this is yes. look uh, yes. if you've been following how we've been tracking this is suck it session this is the part where fucking a scars comes in <laughs> like if, if you're just wondering where we're at, we are at the scars gardification of this. Um, and then also, uh, I guess like uh, we we're also waiting for fucking Okada. So no one knows what's going on here. Every day you hear something different. Some people are like, he's going to go show go and like hang out with his buddies in AEW. And then some people are like, no, like he's definitely coming to WWE. The timing of his contract with New Japan ending at the end of this month just in time for him to be able to do some rumble shenanigans has not been lost on literally anybody some people saying he's gonna like go to nxt first nobody knows what's going on it's all speculation at this point look look guys guys listen everybody on twitter i understand that this is how this web how that dead bird website works but it's like it is amazing to me how much of it is just people reacting to something that has not been confirmed by anybody it was just something that that somebody would suggest as a thing that might happen and then getting extremely mad about that happening which is i was like chill y'all come on i mean it's not gotten more rational since the more rational of us left right you know that's what i'm saying it's not like we left the garbage fire and came back and thought the garbage fire would have burned out Mm. It's just burning more. It's like you guys act like like Triple H came out and said, I can't wait to see Okada go out there and wrestle Tony D'Angelo in his debut match. Yeah, like, it's like he break, held up people. his fucking phone and he had him as his lock screen. I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm super excited. I mean, 
So regardless, taking anywhere anything else out of this, I'm super excited to have Okada in the US if that's what's happening. Because I am such a massive, massive Okada fan. No, never pretended oh, to have boy. been. That's not a surprise to anybody here. I feel like he is tailor-made to be the Japanese superstar that breaks out. The modern Japanese superstar that breaks out in WWE. That is no shade to my boy Shinsuke. You know I love him. I love him more than life itself. I would drive from my place to his place to feed his cats every day when he was on vacation. <laughs> if he asked, not now, but like I mean, if he was yes. in the same city, I would do it. And I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I can't. I just can't go to Florida that quickly. That's literally no. all it is. I think he's probably still in Florida. I can't get there that quickly. But quick. like, I would pick him up from an airport. I, that's how much I love Nakamura. There are lists of things that I would do for Shinsuke Nakamura that I wouldn't do for most people. You'd wax his, his, his surfboard for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd wax it. <laughs> he was hamstrung by the Vince of it all. Like, he was always held back by the Vince of it all. That's a fact. That is a known fact. We know this. Okada has an opportunity he did not have. Okada is a great big boy. He is a stunner. He mm. has the moves. He has the looks. He has the charisma. He, yep. His English is great. Like, I really feel like Okada has a chance to do something really fucking special without knowing the man in the slightest, without knowing a fucking thing, much like everybody <laughs> else on the internet. I just can't see the sense in Okada the businessman is Okada the ambitious wrestler who is yeah. a megastar in his home country. Like people forget, they think wrestlers are wrestler famous. He's not wrestler famous. He's not what we think of no. as wrestler famous. No. He is a megastar at home. You got to think about him in terms of like Mystico in Mexico, yes. like in his heyday in terms of how famous he is. He is so famous. His wife is so famous that people like who know nothing about wrestling in Japan are tracking this because they're trying to figure out if she's Coming to the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's bananas. I don't see why you would leave that situation just to go hang out with your buddies. And that is not to discount AW. That is no. not to discount the money that very well could be on the table here. Yep. But if I'm Okada, and I am not saying this from my personal, as much as it's possible, I am being totally objective here. I am taking myself out of my fandom. I am looking at the two options. I am saying where I am at my age, where I am in my career, where my body is, what I have already done and achieved. And that is a big part of it too, because he's already done a lot of those, and like a lot of those New Japan, like AEW matches, those dream matches he's already done. Yeah, like Danielson versus Okada already happened. And, and I know people are mad about the idea of NXT. I know O'Connor fans are offended. Just by the it. idea of it. <laughs> right? Just the idea of it, not knowing anything about it or probably even watching NXT anymore. I can find a way to make it make sense for myself. Like, the main event roster right now is so crowded. It is so yes. yep. loaded between now and Mania, especially. Like, it is jam packed. Do you want your boy rammed in? Yeah. Do you want and him shuffled in? in? Yeah. Like, I could see it if they brought him in and put him up against Gunther straight away. Yeah. Like, I could see that as, I mean, they would actually have incredible matches. The or physicality of those matches. Put but, him up against Ilya Dragunov. I would watch that. Like. Exactly. Gunther's spoken for, in theory, if we're to believe the rumors. I don't have a problem with Okada going down, smashing NXT. Like, destroy it walk in take the belt your first day <laughs> just own it for three months like literally just do nothing but 
walk in. Step on somebody's sandcastle, kick yeah. a nerd in the face, take <laughs> the it. belt, do, do it. it for a month and then and then, and then move up in summer yeah. and do a Kevin Owens, come up with the belt if you want oh. to. It's honestly nothing sexier to me than the idea of any any NXT champion who comes up with their belt and then they're trying to do like more than one yeah. belt at a time. Oh, that's right? so sexy. Exactly. It's so sexy. And he's a well, sexy yeah. man. He's a sexy man. I say respectfully. He is a sexy man. <laughs> <laughs> respectfully. Respectfully. Because that's what we are known for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, you know, we're going to see what happens. Everyone's going to be tracking it. Obviously, we will have more answers um, later. But this is just, again, another another wild week. And it's, you know, I, at this point, if you are AEW, and yes, they, they've had, I guess, like some problems with some like in-person fan attendance and other things, you've got to be looking at WWE moving to Netflix as a good thing because now that that leaves some area and some territory mm-hmm. free. I mean, it's not going to be like USA because USA is like, you know. I imagine TNT or, wh- but, or whatever the hell they are. I imagine they're like, they probably feel free up to like. I don't know, have yeah. an open, more open negotiation now that that's off the table. Exactly. Probably. And and more and more people having jobs is just a really, really good thing. Exactly, right? Mm. And if Okada ends up at AEW, maybe that's what they need to turn it around. Again, I don't want AEW to go away. I yeah. want more jobs for more people. Yes. I like the competition. I like that there are choices for people. I want if Tony you... Khan's Twitter account to go away, personally. Change the password. <laughs> yes, I mean, I would like Tony Khan to do some executive coaching and maybe like have a little think about some of the choices he's made. But I don't see it as a bad thing if he ends up there also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wherever he ends up, I get to see Okada. So yay me. Yeah, exactly. There, There is no bad here. There is no bad here. And so speaking of the Rumble, obviously, CM Punk and Cody Rhodes got nose to nosies. Everything that you spoke about, I literally did. So where you talked, I walked. And what is actually ironic, that makes me more CM Punk than you. Fan me down. Fan me down. I had, I mean, clutch my pearls. That got, (laughs) speaking of sexy, that got sexy. Have they ever worked together, like, in the ring? I was thinking even back to, like, when Cody was in, like, WWE pre-AW, pre-everything, if Cody had ever worked with Punk in any capacity, and I could not remember. There's nothing notable I can think of, but they must have, because Punk was doing Straight Edge Society and the Heyman yeah. stuff and all of that, all while Cody was doing Dashing Cody and, uh, you know, Starlight. <laughs> like, uh, Stardust. Stardust. Uh, yeah, no, they're, they're definitely, I can't think of any, but also you have to remember where both of them would have been at that time. Mm-hmm. They both had moments where they were both right around in like that middle of the roster. So I'm sure that they had like some very matches. disgruntled. Yeah. Very disgruntled pair. <laughs> <laughs> they would have been a good tag team. Disgruntledemployees.com. Yeah. This is such a just like tailor disgruntled neck them. tattoos. Sorry. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> neck tattoo versus neck tattoo, baby. Like it's both of them had genuine grievances with how their careers were going in mm-hmm. WWE, left WWE, went to the same place. One of them made that place. One of them made that place a lot of fucking money and then are now back in WWE to f- f- finish the story. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know you wanted to say it. 
And look, WWE 2K fucking 2K14 said it enough for me. I am on so many deadlines. Like, don't say it, Danielle. Every time they say it, I have to leave the room. I'm like, don't tell me to finish the fucking story. Um, I uh, want one that's just all Lindsay Kelk. Just, I'll finish the story. She's crying on my sofa with my laptop trying to watch Raw. She's shaking. With a shaken next to your head because it's not finished yet. That's going to be a fucking banger. I thought that we were going to have to wait longer for that. I am incredibly excited to see where that, again, as we've said recently, there are so many people who are ready to jump into these big spots. I mean, you could play promo bingo with that and you could get you could get real drunk if you wanted to do a shot game. Like They yeah. hit every nail on the head. I thought it was so well done. It was so honest. It was so passionate. It felt authentic. Like you say, mm-hmm. everything was true. I loved punks. I'm more the American dream than you are. I loved... Cody's I'm more CM Punk than you. I was like, yep. oh my God. These I are two this. dudes who like have studied each other's mm-hmm. fucking game. And obviously it helps when you're both like yeah. at the top of the industry right oh, now. Totally. But like this, they went into this ready to ready to rumble. Like <laughs> ready and to I'm, I'm, glad that, go. I'm glad that they didn't like like wink wink AEW remember when we were no, we don't need like, it I'm kind of glad they didn't do that like it's no just, we didn't need it it's an if you know you know and I don't think that needs to be the basis of a story like another company needs to be the basis of a storyline no. now like the story I don't is like it when both, anyone does it they both want to cement their legacy right yeah. that seems like yeah. god these buzzwords how did they use every buzzword and now I, yeah, I can't do it without making it sound like I'm doing a cheeky reference it's <laughs> not a drinking game because you won't make nope. it through yeah <laughs> <laughs> it embeds inside you yeah. so beautifully done and like you say they didn't have to mention AEW because they have so much genuine history to draw on mm-hmm. uh and it, it's actually more powerful to go all that way back and say hey you you talk the talk i walk the walk I, that was amazing that was so good because you can't argue it you can't nope. argue it it's like that's why to me the drew punk stuff doesn't work so much because drew's trying to convince us of something like drew's like no you didn't see it but like i was there and he said (laughs) right he said let me remember word for word he said he was locker room leader i i swear it but it's like we don't know that and it doesn't Mm. seem like something he would say (laughs) and punk is just sitting there like she doesn't even go here like i too could have used a friend in those days cm punk why weren't you my friend like man okay drew i feel bad drew shouldn't be clutching at straws but drew knows he's been shuffled down the pecking order and it is what it is babe i like his character at least i do like his yeah, motivation i, love I his like story. what he's doing i and, love him you know so. but he's down the list mm-hmm. isn't he that's the, mm-hmm. the reality of it sorry bud and it happened so fucking quickly it happened yeah. like again like just like wrestling wrestling time is like now in dog years with as quickly as everything <laughs> happens yeah daddy's very very special boy seth rollins is out injured he is saying he will still make it to wrestlemania despite his knee being beaten all the shit i just want him look i think that he can get in the ring and do his like weird provoky joker shit without anyone laying a hand on him and it still works so as long as he stays safe um please do not give yourself long-term irreparable damage on my fucking count sir no um like i think he's i I don't i think we are the last people he is thinking of i think he is desperate because he is just like all that stuff about i wanted to bring my title into wrestlemania is like i can tell seth was desperate for he meant that shit he has wanted that since Mm. God, he means remember? every word that comes out of his mouth when he's in mm. that ring, Julian. Like, when that he's man not doing it. He's <laughs> earnest man. Yeah, yeah that, like, I, I don't doubt it. I And I'm sad for him, but I'm also like, chill the fuck out, Seth. 
Like, have a sit down. Think about yourself. It's it's time to have a minute. And if it's injured, I don't know. He'll go in with it fucking strapped up if he has to. He will go in with a fake leg if he has to. Like, yeah, he he's... will be like screaming, Kerry Von Eric me and let me go in. Like, that's it will be an hour before and he'll chop his own leg off so he can wrestle. Like, yeah, he'll be a coyote and just chew it off and then get yes. in the ring or something. Yes. <laughs> now that I think about it, this has kind of been a WrestleMania tradition for Seth. I mean, like, yeah. he gets injured before having that like year-long title reign and he can't defend it against Roman or whoever he was meant to that yeah. one time then he's meant to go up against Triple H the following WrestleMania and he gets hurt on the road leading up to it and he can't yeah. uh, and he can't yeah. he's, it, that match is in question but before he's kind of able to put something together and now here we are uh, yeah even Orlando I want to say when I interviewed him in Orlando before Mania and he was in the ladder match uh, was that Orlando or was it Texas? Um, he was so uh, yeah. sick. He was so sick. Uh, he had yeah. the worst yeah. cold. Yeah, he was doing great. radio row at like 5 a.m. and he was so sick. And people were literally like, don't bring him to my table because he's going to like disease <laughs> gonna, me. Yeah, like gonna, I have so to work Ill. and I don't get paid, yeah. but he's getting paid. Yeah, and he was like, I'll be fine tomorrow. I'll be fine tomorrow. And we were like, dude, <laughs> like, there's like, not enough Dayquil on this planet. Yeah, this yeah. man was slamming ginger shots to make sure that yeah. he could go in there and wrestle. <laughs> but he did it because my boy is committed. Uh, one that's way or another, he will be. Look, that's why his daddy is special boy. All right, so final prediction time. We all know I'm fucking dog shit at these. Who are we thinking for the men and women's Royal Rumbles, y'all? I have no clue for the women's. I can't call it this year. Absolutely none. No, because they haven't announced that many people that are going to be in it, to be honest. They've announced like like five people. people. (laughs) They they put the graphic up this week and Jeff was like, oh, is this a match that's on? And I'm like, no, that's (laughs) that's who they've announced (laughs) for the Rumble. It's just uh, five people this year. Oh, is this the touring group that's coming to Raw in a couple months? It's crazy. I genuinely, genuinely don't know. And I'm really excited about it. You know who I think, you know who I think, you know who I think. My only thing, and I want it so bad that I want them to do it. And if they actually do do it, I will be shocked. I want it to be Naomi. Oh, oh that'd be I dope. want Naomi to come into the Rumble and I want her great. to win it on her fucking day. It would be back. one hell of an I'm sorry, wouldn't it, from Triple that H? That would be nice. That's what I want. I don't, yeah. I, I doubt it'll happen. I don't even know if she's like, if she's coming to, I mean, she'll be at the fucking Rumble. Come yeah. on. <laughs> um, but if it, but how wild would that be? She comes back and she wins it the same fucking night to go to Mania. Oh, it would be And then so you've happy. got everybody in a Mania match that's part of that family. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love that very much. That would make me so happy. Um, yeah. The only person I don't want to win it, and it's not even because I don't like her, because after seeing that little dance that she did with Cody wearing a cardigan, I really warmed up to her. But like, please don't let Naya win it. Please don't let Naya win it. <laughs> I, I don't want it. It's, no. I don't want it. She's I, not a, a person and she does injure people and it makes me mad. Does. And I know that means nothing in this business, but I don't want it. I, I agree. I don't want her to win the Rumble. I will say this. She's been better since she came back. She has been That's better. That's true. This yes. week, she was very good. Yes. I thought Doesn't this mean week I she want her to great. win the Rumble. But, yeah. Mm. She, when she was doing the promo and they were wanting her and then she paused for them to do it and they didn't do it and she just went, huh. I, that, her reaction there was that, beautiful. I was like, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. I hate that's you. the fucking that Lena. Good. Yeah, that's the fucking Naya that I've wanted since Toad Steve's was like yeah. that. If they can if they can put that on TV and make her be that, then, we've, yeah. then we're cooking with Crisco, even though like um, she's not like my favorite. She was, but yeah. then she didn't. What about for the men's rumble? Again, I can't call it. I don't know. I'm going to say Cody. I think Are Cody wins it Cody? two years in a row. Yeah. I'm going to say it. 
they put that fucking graphic up on there of like the last time this happened was with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I think they might have tipped their hand just a little. Yeah, anytime they start really telegraphing shit, they're like, hey, we know that you don't remember this because everything we do is made up. And and not (laughs) just like that wrestling is predetermined, but also they'll just be like, hey, this thing is important. And it's like, it's never been important before. But (laughs) it's their way of being like, hey, we know, you know what y'all love more than your faves winning is knowing everything. So we'll give you a chance <laughs> to pretend like you knew this all on your own and we just reminded you. Because yeah. WWE <laughs> knows that's how we like it. Yeah, that's it's true. Like, make me feel smart, please. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm going to Brett for life. I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility that we get a Cody Punk double DQ somehow. That and we get twin winners. Hilarious. Yeah. Right? I just could see it going that way. And then the two of them just maybe they they're like literally killing each other outside and get pulled apart as it ends, and they're like we're going to address it on Raw, you know? Like I yeah. could see it. I, I and think, then Adam yeah. Pierce says like, "Do we have a one-on-one match tonight?" And then they'll be like, "Yeah, because you hate me." Well, and then they'll be like, "No, you both go into the main event." And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know. And I think that gives us some fun fun feuding while Seth is away. It keeps our two main eventers, in inverted commas, on TV. True story. I don't know. I I could just really shut up about your story. (laughs) I can't help it. I can't help it. They did this to me. pages left to edit, Danielle, and I'm talking to you. Um, I'm glad that they finally started calling it my stories like I do call wrestling and my soap operas. (laughs) If you smell what I'm cooking, I'm going to finish the story. That to me would be the biggest letdown. If if Dwayne shows up and wins, that to me is like unnecessary. Unnecessary, right? Because you do that if you want to do that. You don't need to win a Rumble for that. But does the new board member want to win a Rumble? He might... That might have been in there too. <laughs> it would truly feel like when Brock won it and it was like, well, we didn't need you to win and you can just sort exactly. of lay claim to a exactly. title match. You don't need it. You didn't yeah. need to win the Rumble. But, but he's also got his name rights back, Julian, and maybe wants to make a few dollar dollar bills off some shit. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility, but I don't think it's necessary. I think it's a much more interesting story yeah. if you do something with the Seth Punk Cody of it all. Yes. Which I still think would be an amazing match. Which I still think, like, now that Cody and Punk have proven that they have real heat, uh, that Oof, promo to damn. me did plenty to say I want to see this at Mania. Oh. We know that Punk and Seth has a ton of heat. We know that Seth's going to be not working to the full extent between now and Mania. I think that that triangle, it's literally the triangle of sadness. That, to me, <laughs> it has a lot of money and upside and i think you could do something really fun with it we gotta find a word for wrestling because i ship it but like (laughs) but in fighting it's one of those things where you don't know that you ship it like when two of your favorite characters suddenly start vibing and you're like oh shit maxine and kyle on living single would be a dope couple (laughs) that's how i feel about this i'm like oh shit so yeah whatever the rest we gotta find a a wrestling term for shipping i ship this match i want it i'm gonna pop so hard all right so we do know that it's rumble season so we are gonna throw it back back beggity back back to our segment on the 2018 royal rumble a time where vince remember him um vince's xfl 205 live the mixed match challenge and so much more still existed rescue dogs rock oh wow uh that just took me that just took me all the way back and so here are hal 
Lindsay, me, and special guest, always, always friend of the family. He gets to be both. It's amazing. <laughs> um, Mike Eagle from six years ago. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm joined in the booth by Daniel Radford and Mike Eagle and Lindsay Kelk. It's a January tradition that kicks off the road to WrestleMania. The Royal Rumble. And this year, everyone seems generally happy with both of the over-the-top rope events that happened. First, let's talk about the Men's Rumble, which I think is the best one since 2001, which is my favorite of all time. In terms of the number of stories, in terms of how they paced it, in terms of who won, everything from the last six on, there were good surprises in it. What do you, what do you think? Man, I wish I like when I get to disagree with you, but I just literally agree. Like, it was really fun. You know, there were... The best kind of returns, obviously, like, you're going to pop when Ray comes back. Me and everyone I was with, I'm at a party of, like, 16 people. Thanks for the invite. I told you. <laughs> I told you last week. I Don't know. do this to I me. Kid, I kid, I kid. I kid. <laughs> Don't um, make me seem like a bad friend. No, you're um, a bad But, friend. yeah, so and that, uh, when the hurricane came out, I lost it. Me too. He's such a great ambassador of wrestling. <laughs> as far as someone who is just, like, a good dude who loves wrestling, is well-liked, and is a great person. And is and, not a Republican. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and is, an, and is eloquent so enough cute. to be able to talk Jesus. about wrestling. Um, yeah, Hurricane is one of my favorites. Obviously, I mean, dude, he had a fucking superhero gimmick. He was obviously one of my favorites back in the day. <laughs> I had to explain it to my wife, who watched along with me. See? The Rumble as much as people she together. Could. As much <laughs> as she could. We, we made it fun by trying to pick what number was going to win. That's great. Neither of us were right either time. Um, Rey Mysterio returned looking better than he has in years, certainly mm. way better than he did the last time he was in the, the WWE ring in terms of, of his health and how quickly he was moving. Is this something that you think could lead to a prolonged run, or does it feel like a one-off? Mike? I would love to see him come back in that case. Does he become a 205 Live guy? Right. Does he... But you know what? I think that could be good for him. Limited, it could be. Limited schedule. Again, great ambassador for the brand. And having Rey Mysterio on 205 Live immediately yeah. makes it must-see television. I would. I don't know if... I didn't watch him on Lucha Underground, so... I uh, can't, see, I did. Yeah, I can't say that it does make it must-see TV <laughs> for me. And that's a problem for me. I might not see him if he goes there. You'll see him on Mondays? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I watch every okay. Monday, but, you know. Mm -hmm. Probably among the most talked about moments from that rumble was the final six, where you had Orton, Mysterio, and Cena facing off against Reigns, Balor, and the eventual winner, Shinsuke Nakamura. The idea that the new era came out on top here, Lindsay, do you think that's, that's WWE signifying that they're ready to finally move in a new direction? It, it signified to me that Vince was busy with the XFL. I mean, like, this is not the first time I don't, wow. this. I don't think we can discount that theory. Right? But, I mean, we keep seeing him. Every mania, we're like, quit with the legends, Vince. Quit with the legends. Let the new guys win. And they let the new guys win. And it was so good. I, it, I, I have no words because all my words are just like, yeah, I really liked it. It's the worst punditry you'll ever hear of anything <laughs> that ever occurred. Yeah, I wish I could. Because I just had so much fun and a good time was had by all. I feel like it's a lot easier to nickpick things when I don't yeah. like stuff. And when it's good, it's just like, good thing. Thing good happens. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> wrestling, wrestling good when it's good. Let me help you then. There are a lot of fun little moments that, that make up a good rumble. Let's go around and talk about some of those. I'm going to start with Heath Slater. He's so great. Yes. <laughs> Best entrance and, and ever. First of all, him getting beat up. 
But the best moment of it was Elias coming in, <laughs> stopping midway down the ramp to kick him. Yeah, it was fantastic. And then continuing, just like superior heel work. That was amazing. So was great. great. Mike, so I loved Corbin getting mad he got eliminated and laying everybody out, but they were still in the rumble. Mm. That created an interesting dynamic, kind of how we talked about in like the Aztec warfare matches where things go on outside of the ring. Yeah. And so all the action isn't focused on the ring, so everything isn't so cluttered. So for a moment, the ring was clear, even though there were still many competitors still active and I thought that was a cool little moment and way to do that. Danielle. Kofi's save this year was great. The pancakes are just real over with me and I don't know if it's because <laughs> part of me is like how many McDonald's y'all gotta go to before you get that many pancakes. <laughs> like I don't know what it is but the can- the pancakes are real over with me. So the fact that like he was getting out and Xavier was like no! <laughs> oh god I almost made it sound gross. <laughs> Put it on my chest. Um, go. Hey! <laughs> but that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> he and sacrificed himself. We, but he in sacrificed the name of friendship. himself. He was like, no, like I will catch Ooh. you and you can put your body weight on me until we can get you back into the ring. It didn't last for very long, but you know, Kofi gets those spots, but he doesn't need that spot to be like twenty minutes like he used to need it to be. Right. And then we still got a bunch of people fucking throwing pancakes. Yeah. Folks. It That's was so great. Brand. It was great. <laughs> Lindsay. I'm gonna go with Kevin and Sammy beating up the perfect turn backstage then to <laughs> steal a spot. I'm like, would it even count? Would it even count if you won? Because you weren't supposed to be in there. And also, are now Ty Dillinger and he's later they join Curtis Axel in never having been eliminated from the Rumble. Right. right. Do yeah. they join him in contention for the longest Rumble participant of all time? <laughs> he's, gonna, that's, he's got a built-in feud with Curtis Axel yeah, now, 100%. There you go. Perfect. I, it just, the whole thing made me happy. I'm sorry. Of course, at the end of the Rumble... Shinsuke Nakamura was declared the winner after eliminating Roman Reigns. And when he was asked in the ring by Renee Young which title he was going to go for, here's what he said. A.J. My heart. Spoiler alert. Should have said a title, maybe? (laughs) But we know what match we're getting. Of course, he's going on to face A.J. Styles in a rematch from, was it Wrestle Kingdom 11? Is that where they faced off? I think it was 11. It wasn't 9. Was 10? It? 11? I don't know. I want to say it was 10. I want to say 10. I want to say it was 10. Well, either way, they're facing well. each other once again. I mean, is there anything not to be excited about here? Let, I'm sorry. No, just get get out of their way and let them do the match. Yeah, let one let the, let an NXT agent agent it. That's all, <laughs> that's all I can ask. <laughs> we know he's going to face AJ Styles at least for now it seems like that's going to be the case because he beat both Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Did you enjoy the handicap match? Yeah, it was fun. I mean, I don't like this subtle unfriending of them. Yeah, the conscious uncoupling. Too soon. Yeah, it's it way, feels too soon. way too soon. I feel like it's got to be a fake out. Um, I hope so. I Good. certainly enjoyed this match more than I enjoyed any of the KO and AJ matches from when they were feuding over yeah. the title. Definitely. Personally, I yeah. feel like Sammy. Add something. Yep. Um, yeah. He can go into this kind of like grimy heel mode. Like, I don't know. It even reminded me a little bit of his matches with Kevin Owens, where even though he wasn't a heel in those matches, they would have these little emotional moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like he's bringing a little bit of that 
into this and making it better. I agree. Deeply into heal Sammy. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's tapping into something primal at this point. Yeah. Like, he's doing such a good yeah. job. I love it. Also, I don't think we're going to talk about it, but him and Becky and Mixed Match Challenge was pretty Oh, amazing. my God. I, love that. <laughs> I think the idea of them as co-world champions is something that should be explored before. That should be the thing that breaks them up. Yeah, I Is agree. having the belt and not being able to decide who gets it, then put them in a ladder match for the belt. Well, maybe they should have the U.S. title in. Instead of, instead oh, good of, Lord. Nobody wants, that. Nobody wants that belt. <laughs> Nobody wants it. Bobby Roode's got I'll take it. it. I just hope they're not building them towards a breakup so they can have their Mania match. Because that's exactly what Owens did last year. Yeah. yeah. I want to see that match, but I want to see that match in a year from now. It's kind of like Randy Orton. Don't ever be near him because he'll, he'll eventually give you an RKO. Yep. Well, let's lift our spirits and talk about the main event <laughs> from Sunday. The first ever Women's Rumble. <laughs> oh, that's the one Ronda Rousey won, right? Yeah, of course. She well, wins every one. She pointed to the WrestleMania <laughs> sign. I think she did win. Lindsay's <clears throat> crying. It's the morning after the election uh, all over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but at least you could like disclaim that and be like, I am from here. Yeah, no, it's true. You're from wrestling. <laughs> There's nothing here, you can do. Yeah, Here's the thing I loved about this match the most was how many women they had from different generations of WWE who were there. There were people who I had a conversation with uh, some friends who were like, I don't know that they can ever top that. So it feels like they burned through all their legends. I, I mean, was immediately able yeah. to name five five more people they could have brought in that they didn't. Who who did you have? Uh, Ivory. Yep. Victoria. Yep. Victoria was um, a huge absence for Jazz. Me. Yep. Karma. Yeah, uh, she, yeah, yeah she's a yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another great. Gail one. Kim could just come Gail in Kim. as just Gail Kim. Alundra Blaze. A lot. Yeah, Medusa and she Bull would do are it. like huge. Like, because most of the women that they brought in that are the legends, yep. they missed this train by like two years, maybe. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I enjoy that they were like, let's go on and get you guys in because you just missed this opportunity and we want to make sure that you have it. I, to me, they, they were stacking the roster with legends because they were marking the historical significance of the Rumble, right? Yes. So from next year, bring all of NXT in for all I care. But this year, to me, should have been about honoring what went before to say we're now moving forward. So. I'm all in on heavy on the legends. And everybody looked good. Like, yeah. so every, like all the legends cool looking. Like, so... She was going to murder Nia Jax. Yeah. Do it. Do yeah. it, Beth. Beth looked amazing. They all looked amazing. I mean, Lita did that thing, but Lita has never oh done God. that well. But Lita so that's also fine. had a time's up, so Lita's Lita's fine, fallen. yeah. She came in with the time's up and with people's names on her arms, so Lita's always going to get it from me, even if she... And she almost killed herself, not anybody else, so that's yeah, okay. Trish, oh, yeah. forever... Like, I don't know what... Yoga done yeah, her so good. Yeah, I get myself to yeah. class tomorrow, because... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and she performed well, <clears throat> and... Yeah, they all did stunningly great. Molly Holly, I cried. Yeah, she mm-hmm. she was amazing. Yeah, that four fifty. Awesome. Are you Good kidding? Lord. Is she just sat at home doing that on her bed? Like, is she just <laughs> doing that every day when she gets out of bed to be like, yeah, I just want to check. I can still do it in case they do a rumble. Like, <laughs> you know what though? It does feel like Molly Holly would yeah. be the one that's like, I'm just gonna do this just in case. Yeah, she's just out doing flips on a trampoline in the back. Get off the couch, mittens. <laughs> Get off the couch, guys. Mama's got a four fifty. Do you think Stratus is gonna come back for a run? I hope. so. So, because as we know, she was originally supposed to be the one that was going to come back, and then Mickey came back because she was um, filled with baby. Yep. Um, and what a great moment between the two of them. Yeah. Wasn't it? So many great <clears throat> moments. Yeah. Mike, any moments that... Love Trish and Mickey. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, the, all the, the callback stuff is just fantastic. I mean, I even, I, you know, the, the Bellas, too. And I wouldn't have thought I would have been... Yeah. Pleased to see them because I, I actually yeah. was too, too. and and Me I too. never really thought Brie was that great of a performer, but I was like happy to see her back. And my joy at seeing Nikki was like 
multiplied a million times by Brie following her out. I don't. Hmm. If it had just been Nikki, I'd have been like, yeah, of course, Nikki's in it. Yeah. That's cool. That's fine. She deserved to be here. But then when Brie came out next, I was like, <laughs> and, then, and then when she and I love that they did both on the dudes rumble and on the ladies rumble that moment of like, you're my. And in, in the dudes rumble, you're my brother or you're my sister, but I'm eliminate the fuck out of you. Yeah. And both and both people on the ground, like you know, Seth looking up and being like, "All right, I got you," and Brie kind of being like, "All right, I get it." Yeah, she's like got I, good breastfeeds. Right. You know what else I loved actually was Vicky. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I cried. Vicky. Aww. I cried. I did. Like she could just excuse me all night long, yeah. and so I am good. there for it. Mm-hmm. So, so good. When Nikki Bella came in first, my, my wife—that was one of the parts where my wife was watching. She knows Nikki Bella because I made her watch Total Divas with me the first season. I mean, yeah. When they were all beating her up, I was like, "Bree's coming out," and I got like a lump in my throat. Very like, I didn't realize I loved Bree in the summer of 2014, and then I thought they killed her heat. They did mm-hmm. uh, in that McMahon match, but I was like, "Oh, it's." I do care. I do. Yeah. I care about these people because they're people that I watch every week. And when they go away for a while, it's nice to see them come back, especially when it's a quasi-surprise. Mm-hmm. But, of course, at the end of the night, Asuka was the one standing tall. Two mm-hmm. international winners, two Asian winners, two Japanese winners of the Royal Rumble in the same year. Oh, and wait. I'm sorry. Yes, what? I forgot what, what? I loved about the Women's Rumble. Go ahead. Goddamn Kyrie Sane. God damn, yes. oh She hit that elbow God. what twice? It was yes. almost like she was like, "Oh, I know that the I know right. the camera didn't get it right yeah. the first time. Oh, Let me yeah. go over to this corner so y'all can get it right the second time." But even just the crate, like the stomping, like I just love everything about that character. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Ember Moon coming out, still having the injury oh, from the night before. Yeah. That was great. And her and Oscar having her. that moment. Yeah. Oh, the NXT people sold TakeOver harder at the Rumble than they sold it at TakeOver. <laughs> yeah. like Adam Cole in the men's when he came up all taped up, and then Ember came out all taped up. I'm like, if you didn't watch it, you're sat at home now going like, yeah, I'm going to have to watch that when this yeah. finishes. But mm-hmm. let's talk about what happened at the very end of the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, when, when we were supposed to be celebrating Asuka's yeah. win and figuring out who she was going to pick, this happened. Choice and the opportunity. As soon as I heard oh this song, God. I was like, it's fucking what? Rousey, because they're not spending this money on a real... I was like, this ain't Jim Johnson. This is a real-ass song. <laughs> they're not spending that money if it's so not CFO fucking Rousey. Yeah. Punk and they spent it on Rousey. Yeah. That's it. And trips. And trips. The rumors are true! Ronda Rousey is here! Now, for those of you who, like me, thought that an episode of Freaks and Geeks was starting when Ronda <laughs> Rousey came out, it was not. It was just her showing up in a in a gigantic jacket, which so we big. later found out <laughs> would belong to Roddy Roddy Piper. I didn't it was know that. Given to her by his son. I yeah. thought it was just too big. They yeah, didn't it explain it. Well, she just have. she just yeah. looked like she was changing <laughs> back into young Josh Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> she came out like a fan like she was very excited like I would if I were I wouldn't be able to stop smiling and then get me like oh yeah I'm supposed to ask you to shake my hand you slap it away okay oh then I'm gonna go shake Stephanie's hand alright then I'm gonna uh, oh yeah that's right this is the part where I'm supposed to point at the Wrestlemania sign and be serious a bunch of times and put, and put my hip out and point, like, point dramatically like, this is me and I'm pointing you guys I'm pointing at a thing you know what that means right no you don't okay bye and then like what 
And then at the end of the ramp, oh, maybe I should point one more time just so everybody there's, gets there's it. There's four more minutes. Just keep pointing. Just keep pointing, Rhonda. We need yeah. more. Yeah. We need to make sure we got all your angles. We paid for all these points. So <laughs> get it. Get it. <laughs> we have to use the song. You can keep winning. In case you think she's the next LT or Stephen Amell or uh, William Refrigerator Perry, she is signed as a full-time wrestler. This is her number one priority now. She's been training, I think, for almost a year. It's crazy that they were able to keep her training that much of a secret. That was the first thing I thought was like, that's in. I mean, there have been rumors. Because she's been training with Kendrick, right? Yeah, there's been rumors. I mean, but she's it's been like, at PWG. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She was at BWG when she should have been watching the Holly Home fight. Yeah, like Ooh. she was at yeah, She was a, And they're getting the result on her phone. I'm like, I don't mean to be rude, Rhonda. But, <laughs> but that's, maybe. That's your job. That thing's your job. It's not now. Now this is your job. Yeah. Yay. But yeah, no, like it's definitely. And she's, yeah, she's been to events and stuff before. The thing with Ronda Rousey is that if she comes in and she kills it at Mania, then we'll all shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope they wrote something into a contract where if she sucks, they can just get rid of her. Or they uh, can they turn can... her heel and then make that be the thing of like, well, I defeated all these people. I'm going to come in here and do whatever I want. They brought her in just to come point at a sign yeah. so that people would know she was around and then she went to film. Yeah. Bizarre. Well they done. still could have done a pre-tape. Mike, I'm going to give you a lot of money to point at a sign someday. Okay. You're worth that money. I know. Hey, <laughs> I'm a great pointer. You're worth sign money. That's right. To us. I'll point at anything. Can't get you the I'll point at shit for free. We can no, get no, you no, a, a different ill-fitting jacket. We can get jacket. you a jacket. I like no. a smaller jacket, like a tiny jacket. <laughs> a jacket that's like a prefer. child's jacket. Yeah. You know how they yeah. do those things where like a wrestler will record a message for you for 50 bucks or whatever? Yeah. It'll, Mike will be on that site for pointing Dana. at a sign. That's right. <laughs> you want Mike to point at something? 75 bucks. Hundred, right. if you want me to stick my hip out like that, though. Oh yeah, you if you're gonna run to hip. What do you want? Attitude? Hundred bucks. There you Is that go. what she's been easy. training for? The hip. Yeah, I think so. Kendrick's like, no. Stop. Left hip. <laughs> <Stop. laughs> no. Even Marie learned sliced bread. Come on, Rhonda. Who? Twenty eighteen. What a time that was. With the benefit of hindsight. Highsight? Highsight. With the benefit of hindsight. Highsight is me. With the benefit of hindsight. <laughs> what do you think of this show? I mean, in hindsight, it kind of makes me sad because <laughs> Shinsuke was supposed to be daddy's special boy. Um, he had daddy's special inch. Yeah. I believed so hard. Yeah. And yet we never learned, Julian. We never yeah. fucking no. learned. We keep touching the stove. Yeah, Why right? do we do that? <laughs> like, you know what? I'm going to kick that football this time, Lucy. Um, it's just, I feel like this was an interesting time because this was when Roman um, was, shall we say, uh, less charitably viewed by the audience than he is now. Let's say that. Let's, <laughs> let's lie to ourselves and, and be real kind yeah. and say less charitably viewed and not fucking hated. Despised. Uh, it, it was to the point where I feel like the threat of a Roman Reigns win was the most powerful booking tool that WWE had in the back pocket of like, you know what, if we really want to make sure they pop for Shinsuke, let's tease them that Roman is going to win and really play it up for a while before Shinsuke wins. And I thought that was very well done. And if you just ignore everything that came afterwards, uh, it was uh, it was it was a great time. Great time to be a Shinsuke Nakamura fan. Ah oh, man. Uh, also, I, great time to be on Titan fights. I, this was one of those ones where I was like, oh, when did we cover the 2018 Royal Rumble? And then I was like. Tw- tw- 20, 2018. 2018. We've been doing the podcast <laughs> since 2016. Those emotions and... were raw, baby. <laughs> oh. 
I literally was like, oh, hey, why did we look back on that? Was that like two? No. Uh, no, you would have to travel back in time to actual 2018, <laughs> yeah. Danielle. We were watching it on Oof. the network. On the network. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, there was, it was the first Women's Royal Rumble. The first one. Amazing. We got Asuka on that. We got uh, Ronda Rousey um, yeah. came in. Uh, with that Joe Jet song that she never earned, yeah. At least that's hindsight too now. At least yeah, that we can say we lived through you know? <laughs> the Ronda Rousey era. And, and listening to this, I mean, I remember we like everybody had misgivings about it. Is like, is this gonna work out? And I mean, the answer was not really. Not but so much. The answer was I not do so like being fucking right. much. Maybe there were like one or two points where it was like, oh, maybe this is okay, and then it was just it didn't. It really kept it not working. Was. It never reached where it should have been. And, uh, yeah. 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 And if you've got any thoughts on the 2018 Royal Rumble or this Saturday's Rumble or, hey, stuff we said back in 2018. I don't know. I was a young woman then. Um, Find us all at the socials via the links in our show notes. When we come back, we have got three things from wrestling that you should know about. That's up next on Tights and Fights. J. Keith, do you know what I love more than the trivia, comedy, and celebrity guests on our podcast, Go Fact Yourself? No, what, Helen? Sharing all of those things with an actual audience. A live audience. Woohoo! Well, lucky for you listeners, Go Fact Yourself has brand new episodes featuring live audiences cheering on guests every month. And we still have all of our Zoom episodes with contestants and experts from around the world. We can truly have it all. Yay! You can hear it all twice a month, every month on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, no excuses. So if you're not listening, you can go fact yourself. What is up, people of the world? Do you have an argument that you keep having with your friends and you just can't seem to settle it? And you're sitting there arguing about whether it's Star Trek or Star Wars, or you can't decide what is the best nut, or can't agree on what is the best cheese. Stop doing that. Listen to We Got This with Mark and Hal, only on Max Fun. Your topics asked and answered objectively, definitively, for all time. So don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by Lindsay Kelk and Julian Burrell. Why did I get so fancy? (laughs) Now, we're going to share three things from the wrestling world that you should know about. This is the three count. Watch my three count. Lindsay Kelk, what you got for us, baby? I have got two of my greatest passions combined. The GQ 10 Essentials videos, which yes! I have a really All unhealthy right. obsession with. I'm so obsessed with them. Every celebrity, every male actor, specifically the male actors, go on, like, goes on there and pretends that one of their essentials is a stack of books and they're fucking liars. But 
<laughs> I think it's like going on an online dating profile and it's like you know they're gonna have a picture with the tiger like they are gonna have a stack of books they're gonna have a camera and they think they're deep and interesting oh seven out God. of ten of them are gonna have santal 33 and say no one knows about this um, oh this is their runyon canyon yes but i love those videos so much and a new one just popped up as i came on to chat about the graps and it is seth rollins and becky lynch doing their shared 10 essentials oh. and it's adorable and I recommend you go watch it. And if we have time for a backup, there's also an amazing video of Bianca and Montez trying each oh. other's favorite snacks on Snacked. I like watching, I've fallen down a YouTube fucking hole lately. Can you tell I've been busy? <laughs> Give me 10 minutes. Maybe nothing says, nothing says deadline like YouTube spidering. Right, yeah. right? let me like, what's 10 watch more minutes, Bianca huh? dip a dill pickle into some popcorn seasoning and make her husband eat it. Like I, that's all I need to like ease up my day. Times is tough, friends. Yeah. I recommend you go watch these GQ 10 Essentials videos. Yeah. They talk a lot about parenting and having to use the iPad and I respect them for their honesty. Oh, love that, love that, love that. Also, that kid is so cute and I don't know if Becky was even in the room. Jesus Christ, that is Seth's twin. Um, Julian Burrell, what you got for us, baby? I, I am going to uh, put over... I'm going to put over TNA. All right, I did it. I said it. Um, you know... All right, okay. All right, okay. I, I'm, I'm. First of all, I'm glad that they went on ahead and, um, and just started referring to themselves as TNA again because it was very annoying that Impact Wrestling was called Impact Wrestling because every time they said it, I was like, this sounds a lot like the creator of of gifs insisting that it's called gifs but nobody How was going to listen to them anyway uh and they were just going to call it what they what they gotten they'd gotten used to calling it at that point so i'm glad for that and i'm also glad that mustafa ali nick nemeth formerly dolph ziggler and all these guys didn't go to aew and not because i'm like oh that would have i don't think they would have done good work or i don't think that they deserved it or whatever it's just I feel like they have a chance to be more visible on TNA than they do at AEW. And I'm also glad that they didn't immediately do that stupid thing of like, I hated that place and now I'm here to be great. They came out and said, I'm super excited to be here because this is going to be awesome. And I think that that's a subtle but very cool difference. And I I think that all that their pay-per-view, I did watch about half of it. I'm going to watch the rest of it later. I did think it came across really great. And maybe they finally learned the lesson of, be excited to be your brand versus trying to throw a middle finger up at the other brand and say that we hate all we hate all the other places and our place is great. So, you know what? Brava, uh, TNA, do your thing and uh, hope for. I'm hoping for more. I'll watch more pay per views if you keep doing what you were doing. Yeah, I fucking I I I really do genuinely love like TNA and the Impact brand, and I really enjoy a lot of what they're doing right now. Anytime they do good, I always pop for them. I'm always like, you got me for six months. For six months, anytime <laughs> they do something really good, I'm like, you fucking got me. I'm yours to lose. Um, yeah, that's fantastic. And also, if you can check out, so um, Nick Nemeth put out this like, you know how uh, when people leave, they put out those little videos, and we're all like, oh great, this is gonna be another thing. If it's like I escaped, and it's like you were let go, but. <laughs> He put out this fantastic ode to like 80s cult classic horror movies and it's really fucking dope. Uh, and you can just find it on like YouTube and on his socials and stuff. So go check that out. Um, as for me, 
I am putting over, first of all, there was the big announcement of everybody doing the covers for WWE 2K24 when Hal is back because Hal is also like super into the video games and all of those things. We're definitely going to talk a little bit more about this. We're especially, I'm sure, going to dunk on that fucking weird AI commercial or whatever that was with the uncanny valiness of it all. But one thing I want to put over just in general, because I really fucking adore her, Aja Smith AKA Ref Bay is a goddamn delight. So she did one of those, I'm a blank. So of course I blank. And those were like starting to get on my nerves. She's like literally the last one I'm letting in. Like I was already done. Like I'd already locked up for the night. And like she comes in holding like a puppy and is like, hey, like, can I just come in? Like he needs he, he needs some food. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'll open back up. It's just too good. It's too good. What am I going to do? Leave the puppy outside. So hers was really good and amazing. And it ends on a really positive, grateful note. But also, fucking actual referees are in WW2K fucking 24. And Aja is one of them. And she, of course, is like so thrilled and so excited. And I am as well because I think I've said this. I love the era when refs had personalities Mm -hmm. and when we knew who who they were. That only enhances more characters, more people we can can. You know, we we know when we understand their motivations, the more different kinds of stories you can tell. You can use it or you don't have to use it. Feels like a triple H move, doesn't it? Like it just it feels very triple eighty. Triple eighty? Triple H. Triple eight. Jesus Christ, Danielle, you're tired. Um but yeah, so I'm just uh so I'm loving all of that. I love how excited she was about being in the game. I love how excited and grateful she was all the time about being a ref. And so I'm just fucking putting her over because uh she's dope and also because she's black and i can <laughs> it's not february yet but get ready bitches <laughs> how dare you danielle it is my time <laughs> as, as so- a minority on this call <laughs> oh shit come on people Rebel oh my people god think about White women. What, what, what are we doing? I didn't even realize that. Do? Holy shit. We passed the black doll test. Uh, or almost, almost. Um, so uh, that does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk and Julian Burrell, along with me, Danielle Radford. Yo, Julian, what you plugging this week, homie? Art of Small Talk. I got books, and it feels really weird to say. It's not done Aww. yet. It will be eventually, I hope. Um, I'm uh, doing extra stuff. I'm currently in the throes of getting it finished ish uh i think our trailer comes out uh probably like by the end of next week and so you guys can go listen to it and you guys can look forward to it i think you'll be able to do things like get it from a library buy it from bookstores we'll probably do a little bit of a barnes and noble thing where you guys if we're going anywhere near you that'd be great but i'm getting ahead of myself let's just finish this book and uh then i can get more excited about promoting it so just look forward to it finish your story julian finish the story julian finish the story somehow some way (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we're the worst. Libby is the best. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay Kelk, what would you like to put over? Oh, or not put over. I we already did know. that. What would you like to plug? Yeah, ah, plug whatever. Over. Who knows? No one cares. Uh, <laughs> I care. We all care. Books. Cares. books, 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 books. Uh, books. Actually, if you're in the US right now listening to this, I think on Saturday, um, Barnes & Noble has a 25% off pre-orders campaign going so if there are any books coming for the whole year that you're interested in uh go check out bnn and you could potentially get 25 percent 
off any of the books you care about, including mine. Um, and if you're a premium member at Barnes & Noble, which I guess someone is, uh, you get 35% off, which mm. is actually if you were buying like a lot of books, you would make that that membership feedback pretty quickly at 35% off. So definitely check that out. Otherwise, just come say hi on Instagram at Lindsay Kelk. Just don't feel like you have to tell me why I'm wrong to be upset about Greta Gerwig not getting nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> Y'all, we could all just like you, I, you could have that opinion on your own socials. Yeah. We I all have different opinions. I have them on your own. Yeah. So don't chase other people around to, yeah. to put your opinion on them. It's okay to have a different opinion. Just go have yours in your own space yeah. sometimes. Or you don't have to yell yours at other people. Be nice about it. <laughs> and I don't know if you know. Or just what the just first part. Here, whatever. Yeah. Anyone can have a podcast. <laughs> like, that's what I know. Yeah. <laughs> they're, just, they're giving these fucking mics away. Jesus. <laughs> um, as for me, I just usual find me on uh twitter i uh, usually if i'm doing stuff i'll go ahead and plug that there um and that's really just about all i can think of i'm still looking for work um but only if it pays y'all i have applied to so many things where it's like you know you'll fill out you'll do the story for our uh, uh our app and then if people like it and they sign up for our app then you get two cents nigga what um so <laughs> it's very upsetting it's dry in these streets so our producer is pun of pun julian burrell senior producer at maximum fun is laura swisher mike eagle is the voice behind our theme music so we're putting him over for that thank you to all of the max fun members that keep the show going and you can keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels in the show notes find our tights and fights wrestlemania shirt at maxfunstore.com and celebrate ice cream christmas all year long we'll be back next week with more you guessed it wrestling here comes the pain, bow to the masters, this is a podcast, they are podcasters, Max Fun's the network, Dyson Bites is the name. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.